1: minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com
2: i've been on a lot of teams and i
3: played baseball for 31 years old so 28 years and if you don't have good team chemistry your chances of being successful is pretty close to zero
4: Oh, we haven't heard from Nick Castellanos in a while. Welcome back, Nick. Welcome back, everyone. It's the Midday Show. Hey, yeah, our guy. Welcome back. We had a lot to discuss here. 215-592-9494. Oh, we're going to throw a little Phillies in the mix as well, but I got to say, so it's a try day. Fridays are try days on the Midday Show, and this week we're looking for a new TV show to check out here, but last week we were looking for odd or different food combinations, and the winner last week, the person who intrigued us the most, said mustard on pizza now we planned to do it last weekend none of us got around to actually having pizza so we couldn't do it but today we we're like all right let's order some pizza so we we have some pizza here it arrived and we all just tried some with mustard on it and i gotta say not bad it works yeah, it's I'm not in. Bad. It's this not might bad. be a new thing it's better than not bad like it's actually legitimately good yeah I liked it. I'm floored, I'm floored by it. it. I think uh, the person last week that won was referencing a place over in Jersey that mm. does it. Like, like it's part of the the recipe in the within the sauce. Mm. I can see why it works. It makes sense, man. Yeah, it's pretty,
5: it pretty tangy. I liked
4: it. It goes together. So I went back
5: and re-dipped. Like, that tells you all you need to know.
4: If you go back for a second dip, yeah. you, are, you are fully in. All I just right, kind so, of
5: spread it
3: all over my pizza because I, I had a feeling it was going to be
4: pretty good. It's good. It is good. We, we appreciate that recommendation, and we're using the TV one today. All right, we We're back to all your Eagles calls. Major or minor changes to the roster this this year. But the Phillies, shoe they're they're there. We've been talking a lot about them in the camp. Castellanos talking about being excited for camp and all that. But there's it does feel like there's one thing that we haven't talked much about. It almost is like a, people aren't even thinking about it because we think about World Series, right? Yeah. The playoffs, taking the next step. What are we calling this camp, WIP? Unfinished business unfinished down Unfinished business with a Ph. Yes, with a Ph. But there's also other business to tend to before the unfinished business. Unfinished business, you know, that signifies the October stuff, right? What about the division? You know, it's almost like we're just acknowledging or conceding the division to the Braves. Hugh, I understand the Braves are excellent. They had, like, what, nine players, that top 100 list. The Phillies had five. The Braves are tremendous in the regular season, although we know the Phillies have had their number in the postseason. But you know what I don't want to do? What's that? I don't want to concede the division right now. I want to win the NL East. I want a real NL East pennant chase this season. And, Hugh, this may surprise you, but I think the Phillies have enough to compete with the Braves in the East. I don't think it's crazy – for me to sit here when the season starts, I want to win the East. I don't think it's crazy
3: either. Uh, I, I really don't. But it all depends on what type of uh, type of start you get off to the season. Yeah. I think that when you talk about the Braves and the fast start that they got off to last year, they benefited tremendously from that. What hurt us last year had a lot of injuries, had a lot of guys coming back from injury, had a lot of question marks about, you know, some of the young guys. I don't think that that's the case this year. I think going into this season – you're looking at growth from everybody. You're talking about Trey Turner is going to be more comfortable in the offense. You're talking about uh Stott and Boehm being a little bit more comfortable because those were the two guys that kind of carried us when, when we had the Bryce Harper power outage. The fact that Bryce Harper is coming back healthy, I think that's going to help out everything. But to me, Joe, to compete for the division is cool, but it's not, ne- it's not necessary because we've seen over the past couple of seasons – that winning the division means nothing.
4: You're right about that, especially now that they've changed the format of the playoffs yeah. to where the two teams get a bye, and then it seems like it's a little bit of a detriment because you get that time off. We were down there in Atlanta last year for that first round series, and you know the Braves looked a little flat to start that series. So you mentioned the slow starts, Hugh. I pulled it up. The last two years on May 31st, so when the Phillies woke up on June 1st, two years ago they were 12 and a half games out. Last year seven and a half. I mean, they basically have been dead to win the division by June 1st in each of the last two years. And I know they've talked a lot about getting off to a faster start. They need to. And I do want to win the division. I mean, one, I'd love to watch a a real race. I'd love Mm -hmm. to watch it. You watch it, like, going back and forth and looking at the standings and everything? Like, by last August, it almost felt a little boring to that. Yeah, because the Braves ran away with it. And we also knew the Phillies probably were in great shape for the wild cards. Mm -hmm. So it was like, all right, we'll just... We're kind of just buying time till we get to October. I would love to watch a full-season division race. And I do think the Phillies have enough to stay with them. The, the Braves got Chris Sale. They got Jared Kelnick. But I didn't, they didn't add any other stars. Like, the Braves are what they are. If the Phillies play like they have from June 1st on, they should stay with them.
3: Yeah, but I think it's something to be said about catching fire at the right time, you know. And and, and sometimes I feel like it's better to get off to a, a somewhat of a slower start so that you can gain more momentum as the season progresses. Now, granted, it didn't work out for us towards the end because mm. it, sound, it felt like, you know, we kind of ran out of gas as far as our um, firepower offensively was concerned. But I do like the premise of of starting the season a little bit slower and just building through that momentum. Because like you said, the Braves started off like gangbusters, and then they their offense was sputtering as far as the, the – like They had like like four or five guys on their head, like 40 home runs or uh, something they, crazy like
4: that. Yeah, you know throughout what? Throughout that lineup. And that's part of why I think the Phillies have enough. I think some of those Braves guys had career years. I don't know if it's going to happen again. Like uh, Acuna's great, right? He's going to be great again. But is Matt Olson going to hit 54 home runs again? I don't know. I mean, that that might have been his peak year, and maybe he hits 40 or whatever, 38. I, I think some of those Braves guys were a little bit over their head. Not Acuna. He's special. But the other guys... It wouldn't surprise me if they come back to earth a little bit. They've got older pitchers. Kyle, I want to win the East. I, I don't want to concede the East and say, oh, just get him in the wild card round. I want to win the division. I
5: think they're going to win the division, Joe. I'm going to make a bold prediction. Oh, here, right now, here. here we go. You ready? Hot takey. The Philadelphia Phillies will not only win the NL East, but they will lead it wire to wire. Yeah, that's hot takey. Wow. I don't think that's hot takey, man. Look, like I, I think for a lot of the reasons you mentioned there, Hugh, there's – much more reason to believe that instead of that, like uh, as opposed to the last two seasons, the Phillies can get off to a hot start this season, right? Agreed. You're not really acclimating anybody to the roster. You're not dealing with a newbie and Trey Turner who's got to get settled into Philly or Castellanos or any of that kind of stuff. Agree. There's a ton of continuity on this team. There's no World Baseball Classic, right? There's no, uh, at least at, up to this point, spring training hasn't started yet. But mm-hmm. you're not dealing with getting Ranger Suarez uh, coming off of an injury or Zach Wheeler. You know, there's no like real ramp up that you need to do with, with these guys as opposed to like it was last season. I think Bryce Harper is going to be, you know, knock on wood, playing the entire year. His power will be with him to start the season. I think you see a full season of a, a good version of Trey Turner. And I, I like to believe that Alec Bohm and Bryson Stott will take another step forward. They're still young players. Like I think there is untapped potential in the Phillies roster that we didn't really fully tap into last year that we will this year. And that's not even to mention some of the guys on the pitching staff that I think will turn a bit of a corner last year. I know Soto pissed everybody off. But I, I'm looking at Soto as a guy that's going to have a big bounce back season this year.
4: so if you bullpen. if you look at the Phillies and Braves from June second on last year, if i if you count the playoff series, right? That they played each other, like if you take it from June second through the night that Phillies eliminated the Braves, I believe the Braves if, if my math, and we're not a great math show, but i'm I'm trying to do it here in front of me. I think the Braves won one total more game. That's it. I mean, they were they were basically even teams from June second through the end of that playoff series.
5: I think we're on that tier. I I mean, even like a tier above, you could even argue with, if you want to go by their their playoff performances. Like, I think the Phillies are better built for that kind of series baseball. And I think you're going to see the Phillies rise up and be one of those teams that, that... is a wire to wire division winner this
4: year? And I know there's this thing where, like, well, maybe we don't even want to win the division because then you have a, you sit and wait a week if you have one of those top two records. Yeah,
3: that seems like are, they ain't been working well. For those are baby excuses.
4: It. it has it's not worked right. well, Hugh. You're right. It's been a weird thing the last few years. But I also say this: maybe part of the reason the Phillies have run out of gas at the end of the playoffs is they got they to play all the rounds. Yeah, maybe. Maybe if we play less rounds, we got more in the tank.
3: Yeah, finish it out. I mean, it's one of those things where you know you look at it and you're like, oh, you see that other teams didn't fare well, but you try to tweak. It a little bit to make sure that you don't have that 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 stagnant squad towards the end. Sure. If you take, have the break.
4: Yeah, I, I want to win the division. I love Kyle's take. The idea that they could win it wire to wire. I, I will say this: the Phillies, I believe, have enough to win the NL Agree, disagree. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We'll throw the Phillies in the mix along with the Eagles' conversation. Can we hear John Middleton though, or the story from John Middleton? What he told the team. Uh, is this uh, who said this? Is this Real Muto? Real Muto on the message that this is just uh, Clark. Excuse me, John Clark, on the message, I guess it was relayed from JT, but the message John Clark heard that was said by John Middleton to the team as they got the spring. I'm told that
5: Phil's owner, John Middleton, gave a very passionate speech, and his message was the same that he told Ryan Howard 15 years ago, bring that bleeping trophy back. John Middleton told the Phillies not one World Series. He wants to win multiple World Series.
4: We're not even going. We didn't get one yet. We want more. Oh. I like. Listen, I I love how much he wants to win, John Middleton, and he wants his bleeping trophy back. You? He wants it. I'm okay with it. We got to get one first, though. It, the one. dynasty word's a big one. Yeah,
3: that's a big one. But I I mean, it starts with one. Dynasty starts with one. So I'm okay with that. I'm I'm okay with him being as optimistic as he is. But it it starts with
4: one. I want to win the division. That's why I want to start this thing. 215-592-9494. Let's go to the phone lines here. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car
1: keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites.
4: Ed in Willow Grove is up on WIP. Hey, Ed. Good morning, guys. Hope What's everybody's up? doing well. Oh, you too, awesome, Ed. Man. What's up, buddy?
6: Guys, I want to make some points about the Eagles and Howie Roseman, and my last point's going to be about the SEC Conference of Football, if you could keep me on long enough sure, for that. Sure, sure. But to use your wrecking ball analogy, Howie Roseman will be in the control cabin of that wrecking ball mechanism, and I think the wrecking ball should swing and then swing back and knock him out of that cabin. Because I believe that he's 100% responsible for the problems on the defense, even though I think he's responsible for 0% of the problems on the offense. And this is what I'll pose to you guys. Is there any Eagles defensive starter who would have started for the Chiefs, the 49ers, and maybe even the Ravens?
4: Jalen uh, Carter. Jalen Carter is uh, probably Hassan the only Reddick. one. Reddick. Reddick, Reddick and Carter, but he did say the Chiefs and and the 49ers, they have good pass rushers. I mean Reddick probably starts. Yeah, Reddick starts, but yeah, it's not to answer your question, Ed. It's a very small number, one or two.
6: Yeah, which is a you know a really bad state. Um, you know we all know this under Howie Roseman in the six years he only drafted one cornerback, that was Sidney Jones. He drafted. And I'm talking about the first and second round, mm-hmm. first and second round. No safeties and no linebackers. And, and the conventional wisdom is because, well, they de-emphasized those positions. But I also think it's because, because he missed out on so many first and second round picks by chicken like Andre Dillard and Derek Barnett and Jalen Rager. He never really had the luxury of then, you know, drafting for those positions. And that's seven elevenths of the defense that he basically has ignored or you know really hasn't drafted those positions and and I also important. think
4: he looks at it as a blind spot i, I don't think how he trusts himself when it, like i think he knows and he knows that they and his scouting staff are good at picking de- defensive linemen and they're good at picking offensive linemen so they kind of just stick to that because they they they'll probably nail it and i think they probably pass up good corners because they're they're not sure if they're right or not on the evaluation well,
6: and, and thank you for saying that cuz it brings me my, my last point I believe that he has so little confidence in this point in his ability, he's effectively outsourcing his talent picking to the coaches of the SEC like Coach Smart and Nick Saban. He's basically saying, hey, if these guys were good enough for Coach Smart in Georgia and Alabama, then I guess they're pretty good, so let's draft them.
4: You're probably right. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i looking at the drafts right now, Ed. And Ed, what's the uh, TV show you want to throw at us?
6: Well, my wife really, really liked Happy Valley. What is and, that? Oh, and, uh, Happy Valley is a British show. Uh, it gets very highly rated. It's a it is a, a murder mystery uh, crime show mm-hmm. on British television called Happy Valley. She, she really liked it. it. I'll check yeah.
4: it out. Yeah, Ed, I watched the the Crown recently with my wife. Had good phone call. I like the Crown. The Crown was was way better than i thought it would be about obviously the the british crown british drama series happy so, valley so there's a lot of british tv shows some of them are pretty good
3: yeah like i watched doctor who doctor who's pretty good
4: after we watched the crown like you know in netflix yeah you know, your whole thing you would algorithms mm-hmm. you know it gives you more recommendations based on what you watch so yes. like now i got every time i go on there's a whole section all these british shows that that like i watch but to his point on outsourcing the picks it is interesting the last if you look at the eagles last Three drafts. The first, second, or third pick uh, they made in all those drafts. Alabama, Alabama, Georgia, 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 Alabama. Like seven of the nine mm-hmm. have been those two schools.
3: Because most of the time, most of those, most of those kids that come from those schools, they're a little bit more disciplined. They run a lot of pro style offenses and 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 defenses, and they're easier to integrate for the most part. And they're safer. Yeah,
4: you you, you yeah. you're probably
3: going to get a good. When player. you talk about when you talk about and I, I know a lot of people going to hear me say this, but when you talk about the best conference in college football, it's the SEC, hands down. The Big Ten used to be that, but it's Ohio State, Michigan, and then it's kind of like everybody else.
4: Yeah, I wonder if it's going to be close now because they added in all those. Well, they got SEC well, and UCLA. Oregon, and- yeah. They added some good schools in. Yeah.
3: I still think it's going to be the same because most of those Pac-12 schools that we were talking about, they come into the college football playoffs and most of the time they get trounced. mm
4: Kind well of they like did SC yeah. did this year, yeah you know, they got and yeah, Washington spoke. lost to Michigan. Um, yeah, that's
3: who it was Washington yeah,
4: yeah. look, i I don't think anyone's going to complain of how he continues to take kids from, from big time programs like Alabama and, and Georgia, but I do think there's something to what our last caller said. He's doing it because he probably feels it's it's safer and and they haven't drafted corner I mean last high pick they made a corner, and Hugh, we're going to start doing our our daily mocks at one o'clock coming up next week when you, the last time the Eagles took a corner. Anywhere it was high from in the, the SEC, draft. wasn't it? Uh, it was actually from Washington, Sidney Jones in 2017. Now they they took Ringo in the fourth round this year, but I mean like high, like first or second round.
3: Yeah, I was thinking. You know what? The last person I think about, I was thinking Lito.
4: Oh well, that well that was uh, yeah, obviously 0-2, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was SEC too. But the last time they took one in the first or second round was 2017. It's a long time. I mean, that's yeah. usually you see teams, especially in a passing league, you take corners. You know, once every. I don't know, a few years, depending on how many you need, especially with the nickel playing so much. So it's a big thing. All right, let's talk to Kevin, who's up next at summertime. What's up, Kevin? Okay. Hey, Kevin. Let me get you away from this uh, very loud machine here. You got it, man.
7: Uh, yeah, so I just had a quick Eagles point, and then I uh, wanted to go on about Kyle getting me absolutely fired up about Philly season yep. like two minutes ago. Uh, Eagles 20, everybody stop coming at Joe and Hugh's neck. Uh, I'm about to start calling Hugh Coldwater Douglas the way he diffused that one dude. Uh, <laughs> I like that. That's a good nickname, Coldwater <laughs> no, <I> just, Douglas. <laughs> I, you
3: know what You know what it is, Kevin? It's just like when you come with taste like that, man. I, I Listen, I, I feel and I know that for the most part I, I am real fair and balanced. So when you talk, talk about I'm trying to run people out of town, I, I get a little bit offended by behind that. I really
7: do. Well, what, what only we with me, out? too, Whatever pu- always puzzles me is like people calling in all like pissed off like ah oh, they had a hot take and now I want to call in it's like yeah guys that's their job like they succeeded like what 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 are you mad about like <laughs> that's what they do like they come up with stories to get people's ears and then you call in I don't know I love AJ and personally I'm excited to watch the, uh Kellen Moore let it fly you know how wide receivers are once you start getting uh you know the ball thrown your way everything's kosher you know what I mean so well, well, I'm assuming- for sure.
4: Yeah, and Kevin, uh, I, I think about what he did with C.D. Lamb. I mean, CeeDee Lamb started to become a star with, with Kellen Moore. I mean, he, I I think AJ could have a huge year next year here, for sure.
7: I, I'm actually, yeah, I'm uh, maybe I'm, uh, I know, Joe, you wouldn't know about this, but I'm like a glass-half-full guy. <laughs> and so I'm thinking, like, that really with Kellen Moore and Vic, like, I really think we got a shot to uh, turn some heads this year. I think AJ could be capable of breaking his record from last year, honestly. Um, so I'm trying to look at it like that. And once all this drama is done, I mean, it's just the off season. We just, uh, there's always something. So whatever, And there's nothing going on. So AJ's in the spotlight. I love AJ. I think he's staying here. Uh, whatever else we got to work out, whatever, keep them. I'm ready to let it, uh, see what happens with him and Kellen together. Uh, yeah, and, and Kevin, I'm
4: w- I'm with you on this. And and you'll be surprised. I am the glass half full on this. I think Kellen Moore will, will be an upgrade for them. I, I think Hertz will be, assuming he's healthy, right, because the knee was an issue this year. Assuming right. Jalen is healthier, I think Jalen's going to have a much better year next year with Kellen Moore. I, I think they could, they could score a lot of points next season.
7: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and about the Phillies, I, I called immediately as soon as I heard Kyle say that because I was thinking that in my head too. Like everyone just always assumes that we're gonna be like the little brother to the Braves in the division, and obviously recent history has shown that. But I don't know, man. I think we took a little bit of their soul last year, even more, and they're a bunch of goobers, dude. Like I, I think they're I, I think they're gonna screw it up, honestly, a little bit this year. I know they got talent, but it's like. I don't know. It's just kind of like a bunch of uh, goobers running around playing baseball, and then when it's time to get serious, like they don't know what to do.
4: Yeah, and I think a so. lot of them had career years last year. I, if you, I don't think Olsen's hitting 50-something home runs again, and some of their pitchers are older. Morton's older, and Sale is older. I, I think we're getting a division race this year, Kevin. I think they have enough to be there.
7: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really, I'm really looking forward to uh, catching some of those games and uh, actually compete, and I'm with Kyle. I think we're going wire to wire. I don't know if that's a prop bet I can make, but as soon as I get off this call, I'm going to look up and see, and I'm going to make it. Um, so I don't think it but, is
4: either, but you get darn good odds if you could. You, you let me know if that is a prop bet. Kevin, give us a, a TV show we should watch.
7: All right, well, I had one for each of Is that cool? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, this one's more up Hughes Alley just because uh, I know his style. It's uh, Rick and Morty. I you think you should give, that, he should give be- that a
3: watch. You know what, Kevin, I beat you to it. I've watched, the whole, I've watched <laughs> even the new season of Rick and Morty. I will beat you to that. But, yeah, oh, okay. I, like, I love Rick and Morty.
7: <laughs> yeah, I figured I figured it might be like a little set show. And I know, I'm know i not naming names, to you, but there might be someone coming back to the station that might kind of, uh, you know, feel that same way you do. About you know what? I, but I feel, I, I feel, like, that. I I feel like that. I feel like that might be the case. <laughs> you know, I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. I didn't used to see them all the time in my store. But uh, so, uh, <laughs> Hugh, or uh, Joe, the one I have for you, this is a great show that was on HBO a couple of years ago. It's called The Newsroom. Okay. Uh, with Jeff. Uh, Daniels from Dumb and Dumber and he actually when they filmed the second Dumb and Dumber he left the newsroom unfortunately it's only about three seasons but it's literally the best acting he's ever done it's a fantastic show uh, and I'm, I'm a big fan of his yeah. too
4: he's done a lot of good stuff Kevin I'll watch that one I, we appreciate the phone call how about that he gave us a recommendation for I each like, of I, us
3: I like, I, I respect how people listen and know like how I like feel like they know me well yeah. enough to pick a show yeah I was all on Rick and Morty
4: I think it really – I think he summed up how people view us, that he gave me the newsroom and gave you Rick and Morty. Yes, I think that, yes. I that mean, that, that's pre- telly. Yeah. That's telly. That fit pretty
3: well. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a
4: contrasting dynamic, Yeah. For sure. Uh, well, he's of a good course. listener. Tim in Philadelphia. What's up, Tim? Hey,
2: how you doing? Good, Tim. What's up? All right. Uh, uh, on the Eagles, um, and no, I never even know one talk about this. They need to get a new backup quarterback. Mariota is trash. He might so. not be here. Oh, Tim, I'm with
4: you. And I think they need a a higher-end backup quarterback because, you know, Jalen played banged up this past season. Hopefully he could play the whole year next year again. But, I mean, the reality is he's probably going to miss a game or two. It's just it's the NFL.
2: Exactly. That's what we're going to get at. Maybe he was scared to come out of the game. They all were because they didn't want to put Mariota in.
4: Well, remember when they had to do it in, what, was it week 18 when Jalen hurt his finger and they were losing anyway? That was not pretty
2: watching Mariota. Exactly, right. And um, they definitely need to work on that defense. They need cornerbacks. They need safeties, and they need linebackers. I mean, the defensive line, and and plus the offensive line is coming out soon too. Kelsey's going to leave. Lane Johnson probably has only a few years left. So yeah, they got they got a lot of work ahead. of them. They need ahead. a lot. I,
4: I I view it. You and I view it similarly. They got a lot of work to do. I mean, they, they may have to change out 15 players here to get where they want to go. Tim, what are you thinking on the Bryce Harper? Extend
2: him or wait? Um, I think give him incentives. You know, if he wants a contract deal, wait wait a five years or so into your contract, and then, you mean, eight years left, and then you're asking for a new deal now. You, I mean, give him some incentives, and if he gets so many home runs in such a short amount of time, give him a couple, you know, throw him some money for that. But now you don't give him five years into forty-five years old. You wait till he's at least thirty. But what what, you gonna be thirty-eight when his contract? He'll be yeah, he'll be thirty-eight at the end. Yep. Uh, yeah so yeah I wouldn't give it to him now but you could give him something just to keep him happy. But
4: Yeah uh, I I am you and I are similar on this. It's it's cra- it's crazy. To, to do it now it's it's way too way too close way to the beginning. Early. Tim what do you what yeah. TV show should we watch?
2: All right first I wanted to tell you the office it started in England with Ricky Gervais. So the office is trash anyway. I didn't like it. <laughs> so I would give you Boardwalk Empire and Band of brothers, if you've never
4: seen them, yeah, I, I've heard of both of them. Boardwalk Empire was an HBO thing, maybe yeah. fifteen years ago. Good, good stuff, Tim. I appreciate it. Boardwalk Empire, you ever see that one? Yeah, no, I haven't. I,
3: I thought about watching it because of the, you know how it, like they finished the whole series a while ago. So I thought about watching, it, but I never got into it. So yeah, that might be one to check out.
4: I like that we're doing this today on today's try day because there are too many options. You ever go on, I mean, whether it's 2 Hue or Netflix or Hulu, and you're like, you're overwhelmed by options. Like, what do I watch? Yeah, what are
3: you watching? What's good? Because for me, it's one of those things where it has to move pretty quick. You know, if it doesn't if it doesn't grab me within the first 10, 15 minutes, I'm you're probably out? not going to watch. Yeah. It's kind of like that for me.
4: Yeah, I usually do an episode, and if I don't like it, then I won't continue. All right, 215-592-9494. A lot to discuss. The Eagles. Do they need major or minor roster changes this offseason? I think it's major. I think they have a lot a lot of work to do here. We're on A.J. Brown watch. He said he would call in today, unprompted, said he was going to call WIP today. A.J. Brown calls. We'll take that phone call right away. And, of course, the Phillies. Kyle thinks they're going to win this division, lead it wire to wire. I think they have enough to win the NL East for the first time in a very long time. Agree, disagree, and we come back. Strong words for Peter King this morning on Jalen Hurts' past season. That's next. Your phone calls as well right here on the Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?